Hey, Armin here. Welcome to the NSP Nutrition Show. We cover training, nutrition, supplementation strategies, and a whole lot more. So stand by. Welcome to the NSP Nutrition Show. I'm Armin Eckelbarger. Hey, I'm Frank Mills. Welcome to the NSP Nutrition Show. We appreciate you joining us today. Whether you're watching or listening, we definitely appreciate it. And we have another great show for you today. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about how Armin has been training his legs. And, uh, you know, he's been doing some things new recently. So he wants to share that with you. And also, we're going to be talking about a lot of our fan questions uh, that we have been getting in excited about that as well. So, all right, guys, let's get started. Armin, um, I guess this topic came from some new things, new strategies that you're coming up with for training your legs. Am I kind of on target here? But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm constantly experimenting with different uh, training techniques, kind of see you know, how sore I can get and then kind of look for any noticeable changes because of different angles or just, you know, different intensity levels to stimulate, you know, break down more muscle to stimulate and see if, you know, if I get a response from, you know, I'm going to be 60 this year. So this is not a, <laughs> not an easy thing to do. Uh, and at the same time, you know, it's hard to put on muscle as you get older. Right. Because, you know, it, it just is, I mean, your body's working at a, at a, at a more advanced stage, so to speak. But yeah, that's what I uh, that's what I did. Okay, so that being said, with all this new stuff, uh, where would you like to start? Well, since I've been training, you know, for training for over forty years, um, you know, you can imagine I mean, different routines I've I've experimented with and tried. So all I can say from years of experience and training is that leg training for me uh, is brutal. It's just uh, one of the hardest things. For me to do because um, i have to to get stimulation it just seems like i gotta really work that area and that could just be it could be because you know i was i just respond easier with upper body i don't know but it, it's pretty brutal so currently you know i'm really focused on getting through you know the psychology and uncertainty if i can uh, complete the workouts i'm putting together to, which you know sometimes are pretty intimidating and actually scary because I'm trying stuff that I don't know what's going to happen because your heart rate gets really high and you know, you're going to, you're, you're playing with different weights to see <clears throat> how you're going to hold up with it. So, uh, and when you're in it, uh, that's when it gets, uh, you know, pretty tough when you're just trying to make sure you're finishing out each exercise. A ab absolutely. And, you know, I think when you train your legs on why it's harder is because, you know, when you're walking out of the gym, you don't walk out on your arms, right? You're still feeling, that legs you use your legs all the time until you're laying down or sitting down. So it yeah, probably yeah. weighs on you more that way is my thought. Cause I know ugh, ugh, it, it is definitely difficult. Um, so I, I guess from thinking about that, your opinion, there is a psychological component to leg training then, right? Yeah. From my experience and then other people that I've worked with, uh, cause I've had, you know, I've had a lot of clients and, you know, they're not big on leg training day, you know, because right. it is, it's, it's very demanding. It's the largest muscle of the body. And, you know, it requires a lot of energy. 
uh, get you out of breath really quick because you know you're breathing that oxygen in and out to kind of keep moving but you're also pushing blood from where your heart is down to the legs and so that really jacks up your heart rate pretty quickly gotcha. uh, so mm. you're just trying to deal with all these things that are going on and then the other part of it psychologically is you, know, you want to make sure you're hitting all three different areas as effectively as possible when you're know, like the mm-hmm. quadricep area and the hamstring area and, and the calf area and so mainly you're trying to figure out, am I exhausting these areas as best I can so right. I can stimulate new growth, uh, get new stimulation and growth. I mean, obviously you get stimulation because you're breaking down muscle, but um, so you're, you have these things going through your mind. Am I getting enough in? Is it hard enough? And then, you know, uh, when it's really hard, you're like, oh, I hope I hope I got a good response from that because, you, you know, it was just right. the hardest thing you do. So, you know, my leg sessions happen when I'm, you know, I get the good ones when I'm mainly fresh and, uh, you know, I can tell myself that I need to train like a savage. So you get this uh-huh. mentality uh, or whatever you want to use it, whatever name you want to use for that mentality uh, to just to really grit down and see what you can do. So, you know, with leg training and all training actually goes this way, but you, you mainly have to really want it because some days you're not there. I mean, you're tired, you, you maybe your recovery's down a little bit, and so that, and that's something you got to read on your body is if the recovery is down, then maybe you should take another day of rest, not skip leg day. Don't want to do that, right. but take right. another day of rest. Right. Cause some guys they will just skip leg day and go to, you know, through the upper body. That's not what you want to do. <laughs> well, you see those guys with the little skinny legs, but a terrific looking upper body, right? Yeah. 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 Well, I was yeah. like that. Uh, well, I wasn't super like that, but I started off training upper body for almost two years before I really started hitting my legs. And so that, that cost me too. I mean, it took, you know, mm-hmm. it, I think it affected how my body responded to the leg training because I was, you know, working the upper body. And then I was trying to figure out how to train the upper body. So, I, you know, like, like I mentioned before, I've done everything you can probably the hard way and the, probably the dumbest way initially. So I'm trying to get smarter <laughs> about all that. Right. Right. Well, um, what about this? How would you like to walk us through one of your leg workouts so everybody gets a good idea of what we're talking about here. Okay. Yeah, it makes sense. So, all right. So like, um, yesterday I wanted to focus more on my uh, quads as part of the uh, leg training. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, like the next work I, next time I train my legs, I'm going to change that focus to more hamstrings and I'll still train my quads. Okay. But the focus is different on each area of the leg. <laughs> and then okay. I always do, you know, do the calves, um, uh, you know, every time in training but i'm trying to make sure i'm balancing the quad development with the hamstring development uh because in the past and a long time ago when, when everybody was training legs hamstrings was just mostly well you do some leg curls you do some stiff leg deadlifts or you know something like that and that's all you do for hamstrings well as you can tell by competitors these days there's a lot more hamstring work being done because of how well developed they are and uh-huh. it's pretty impressive with, you know, even though these guys are on drugs, I mean, it's pretty impressive what they can do with their hamstrings. So I'm trying to do the same thing to, to get more focus on it. And it makes a difference. Uh, you know, I'm pretty impressed with, um, you know, how, how my legs actually uh, develop more just by mm-hmm. focusing on that. So, you know, so in a nutshell, I really wish I had to realize that a lot longer or earlier on. Uh, but here's the thing is if you're doing it now, now's the time, especially if you're just getting into your training, just to kind of understand more about how to break out these muscle groups to really develop them to have a nice, you know, balanced physique. 
So uh, it would have been nice to have done that. Um, and then, you know, again, uh, I, I mix up the calf training all the time too. Sometimes it's drop sets, sometimes it's supersets, sometimes it's just really heavy. You know, I'm trying to go as high a rep as I can because again, you got to push the blood from the heart all the way down to the extremity, which is, you know, the lower legs. Mm-hmm. And that requ- typically requires higher repetitions, uh, especially for me. Now, some guys, they can just do a squat and do a calf raise and bam, but they'll put an inch on. You know, that's not me. <laughs> I wish it was, but that's not me. Right, right. Well, you know, it, it is a lot of work. You're absolutely right. Um, what about, well, exactly what what are exercises that that you did decide to use for your quads? Because... Um, you know, there, there's a lot of different things out there, and uh, a lot of people watch the show to, you know, try to find out a little bit more. So, what can you share with us there? All right. So, good question. Uh, what I'm looking for more intensity um, every time I'm training. I'm trying to how can I keep my intensity high um, with deciding how I'm going to do the movements. So, right. I decided to for this particular day. I said, like, okay, the gym wasn't very busy, which is always uh-huh. great. So when it's not busy, then I have access to a lot more equipment. So when that happens, then that's when I do giant sets. Because when the gotcha. gym's busy, there's no way you're going to be able to do giant sets. And so, you know, this is basically doing one exercise after another, after another for, for four, or, four or more exercises will be a giant set. And uh, these are pretty brutal because you know, your heart rate's up. And so you have to be kind of strategic on how you do a giant set for legs too. So there should be some good takeaways here for you. For guys that are kind of experimenting with that if you want if you want to mm-hmm. so uh after warming up on the treadmill typically like for legs i'll do the treadmill but you know upper body may do elliptical as an example i'm just going to do six minutes or so to kind of just heat the body up just get get some blood flow going and then you know i have my workout kind of thought through before i get ready to start so and then also depending on how busy the gym is that's another thing that will i may adjust on the fly a little bit but I decided to uh, use the leg press to warm up. Sometimes I'll use the, the squat machine or just squats or whatever to kind of warm up. But I decided to go with that. And so um, what I do is with this particular strategy, I decide I'm going to go wide stance. Mm-hmm. And, so, you know, I know some of these experts say it doesn't matter where you position your feet, you know. But I got to say, if it doesn't matter, then why do you feel it in different areas when you, <laughs> you have a different foot stance? And so right, I right. Uh, I disagree. I think it's good to mix it up with that. And I think it also makes a difference. But, you know, the experts say differently. Uh, and then I, you know, I don't know how they, how they concluded all this, because if you look how guys are well-developed, they, they do these techniques. But anyways, so after warming up, what I typically want to do is I want to work up to the heart, the heavy set that I want to work up to. So I'll do like one plate on each side on the leg press, which is, which is extremely light. And what I'm going to do there, I'm going to come down nice and controlled and just do these reps, you know, nonstop, just get the blood flow in the legs. And I'll do like 20 reps of the first set. Then I'll add another plate and I'll do 20 reps of the second set, add another plate. Then I start dropping the reps down because, um, you know, I'm trying to save some glycogen for the heavy stuff. So then I'll go to 15 reps with like three plates and then um, like 10 reps with four plates and then five reps with five plates. And then in this particular training, I was going to do, I was going to use six plates on this, on a hammer leg press. Now we're not talking about weight here at this point, because I don't think it's gonna make any difference, but it's just how I progress myself up to get ready to use the work set. And that's how I do that. And I did all this with a wide stance um, just because I want to get the hand, 
with a wider stance, you come down deeper, you get a little more hamstring and and mm-hmm. and, and, and the whole area and more of the okay. inner thigh as well. So that's that was a strategy there. So that was just get the legs warmed up. Then on the giant set, I decided, okay, what I want to do is I want to do the Garanda Sissy squat since my legs are warmed up and I want to do all three movements. So I'm doing the true Garanda Sissy squat. And then with that, I'm going to try to get it's when you do three movements, you do five reps of each movement for a total of 15 reps. And I knew that was going to isolate and get a lot of quality blood flow into the top of the legs. And it does get some hamstring. Mm-hmm. All right. So then I uh, wanted to do that. And then, you know, as part of my giant set, then I go to the leg extension. Now, the reason I go to the leg extension is because my heart rate's going to be up by doing these sissy squats. So I need to let my heart rate come down. So when I go to leg extension, that's going to allow my heart rate to come down because the way that it's an isolation movement. Uh, differently than doing a squat where everything else is, you know, you're moving up and down with the body, the legs into your seated and you're just flexing the legs. So that was the strategy behind that. So mm-hmm. I would, you know, the strategy is go get as many quality reps and try to get that until you're losing form or, or go to failure if possible. So again, this will allow the heart rate to drop down. And then I go to the leg, the strategy to go to the leg press and I want to work on the outside of my quads, which is called the sweep. And, and again, these people say foot position doesn't matter, but I'm doing it anyway. So I do a closed stance on the leg press. So my feet are only four to six inches apart and my toes are straight. So I'm, I'm making sure I'm driving with my heels on that closed stance position. And I want okay. to take that failure or close to it. Okay. Typically I'm pretty good at getting get to a failure on it. And then I'm going to finish off with the last exercise with a wall set. Okay. Hmm. So then I'm going to go, you know, put my back against the wall and sit down to about a 90 degree angle and then hang on. So <laughs> that, that's what you're doing. So the fatigue level, and it's, it's basically called a static hold. Right, so you're making right. the muscles, the muscles have to contract to hold the position. And then again, I'm letting my heart rate come back down. Even though I'm out of breath, it allows my heart rate to come back down. Then after that, I'm going to rest. <clears throat> so, you know, this is one after <laughs> the other and I'm trying to, you know, stay in, in a certain rep range, which is typically um, 12 to 20 reps. So, Wow. So so how did that go and how many sets did you do? All right. So uh, the first set, is, it was always rough too because you're trying to use really strict form. You're trying to make sure you're hitting it. And again, right. I'm trying to stay in the 20, 12 to 20 rep range. So the first round of sissy squats wasn't too bad. I was you know, fairly fatigued by the time I got down that first one. Uh, but you know, now I've got a lot of blood in the legs. And so uh, I'm really trying to you know, make sure we're hitting that. So then, you know, I got with done with that, with the leg extension and then just squeezed out what I could there. Uh, and then when I got the leg press, it, you know, it was pretty brutal at that point because the legs are totally pre-exhausted. And so I've got to use every part of the muscle I have and the legs to push that weight up and down, even though some people feel it's a, not a very efficient you know, uh, exercise. Some people think, well, right. leg, leg press is very easy. Well, it can be, but I'm, what I'm doing is trying to make it more difficult with the weight I'm using. All right. So, yeah, my training partner, uh, he was trying to hang in there with me. So, uh, we ended up doing three rounds of that. And, uh, it was, it was ugly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how did the other sets go? I mean, I, I'm sure you were already fatigued, right? So, I mean, uh, yeah, <laughs> how did that even work for you? You know, that, so like, gosh, I can't imagine. <laughs> so yeah, your heart rate's really jacked. Uh, you know, the wall, the wall does allow it to drop down. 
Right, so right. what we did is we stretched in between after doing one giant set. So uh, basically mean we sat down in a squat position, holding on to something. So in case we can, that way we can get back up and just let the legs, the quad stretch, keep your feet flat and you basically sit in a squat position. Mm-hmm. So we did that for 30 seconds, but the total amount of rest in between the giant sets was just one minute. So, you know, the pressure's on because, you know, you got to go again. And so uh, <laughs> that, that was, the, the, that's what I'm talking about, the psych- psychological part. He's like, ah, shit, I don't know how I'm going to get this done. But, right. uh, you know, we kept kept going. Um, and then, you know, obviously, each time we did a round, the, the, the reps are dropping no matter mm-hmm. what you do. But you're trying to grit them out as close as you can to what you did before, even though you're, you're really fatigued. And so what I also did uh, on the last round uh, to make it even higher intensity, again, the experiment is I had the, uh, uh, I had my partner push down on the leg press, you know, so I had the weight I was using already. All right. Then uh, what I wanted to do is he kept pushing down and make it much heavier. So I had to push it down all the way down and pushing it down all the way up. So it's just a whole nother level of force. And I knew that that was going to, um, you know, <laughs> cause the legs to really react. And then, so actually I was getting, yeah, I think I got like five or six reps. As a matter of fact, he was kind of surprised because he was pushing with all these guys. He weighs about 220 pounds. Uh, but I, you know, I, I could, that, that's what you need to know is I had more in my legs that I didn't, that I did not realize. But after I got the six rep, then I was like, okay, you know, I could just tell it's, it's going to really get ugly because the shit's really heavy now. Uh-huh. So then I said, okay, just keep an eye. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and squeeze out more, which I was doing two and three at a time. Three, three at a time, I think, for a couple of rounds, and then I did uh-huh. two at a time, and you know, just just trying to get through it. All right, and so <laughs> by that time, I, the the saturation of my quads and my, my whole entire leg was pretty pretty deep. So I I knew it, I had nailed it, and then you know, you kind of helped me get that last one up because I was really struggling. Um, and again, you got to make sure you're safe with all this kind of stuff. So you're making sure you mm-hmm. got your foot position and you're pushing. And you know, so if you felt anything in your knees, you wouldn't want to do anything like that. All right, so you know the wall set was was pretty tough. And after I got done with that, I had to kind of you know walk you know walk my way gingerly to the wall, and then I got that set up, and then they, they were just twitching really bad. So I kind of had to hold my legs together as long as I could stand it uh, for the contraction. Right. So, yeah, right. that's that was the quad session for that day, and it. Uh, <sighs> They're getting sore by the hour as we talk right now. As they eat more food, <laughs> you, get, you, you get more sores, you eat more food. But yeah, they were thoroughly saturated just on the quad part. Uh, it definitely sounds challenging. I mean, it, I, I I could just kind of imagine the excruciating. I don't want to say pain, but how hard it was for you to oh, be it, able, it, you know, painful. to do it. Oh, it, it's painful. <laughs> okay. Believe me, man, it, it, it hurts. Okay. But you know, you kind of, when you've been training for a long time, you kind of get used to that uh, part of it. So yeah, it's yeah. another part of conditioning. So anyways. All right. So that's just the quads. What did you do for the hamstrings? All right. So, uh, you know, like I mentioned before, we were stretching in between. So everything was pretty tight on, on the quads. Uh-huh. Uh, but, um, you know, I decided, all right, I didn't have a lot left in the tank because again, the quads was the emphasis, right? So I decided, okay, with only the only real machine we have for leg curl at the gym I'm at right now is a seated leg curl, which it's a good piece because it does really isolate the hamstrings. So I thought, well, um, I don't want to overdo it. I'm not sure I don't want to overtrain. We'd already, we're already about, um, 
25 minutes into the workout at that point. So and I'd try to get down within 45 minutes. I try to focus on that. So what we decided to do is, um, you know, because we're also isolating the hamstrings, just do some drop sets. And so we decided to do uh, two drop sets to, um, you know, finish, finish off the hamstrings. They were already, they, they, they got some good work, but that's what we decided to do there. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So how did you do that, Armin? So on the drop sets, what we what we like to do, what I like to do is I, I'm going to mm-hmm. go really heavy on the first set, as heavy as I think I can do for like 12 reps. You know, that's kind of what my minimum is. Uh, and then you drop down, uh, which technically you lighten the weight. You don't really drop the weight down, but you just lighten it up. Mm-hmm. So I lighten it up about the three plates from the where I started. And then I go again. And then I you know, lighten it up three more plates from where I started. And then you, at that point, you know, you're not, there's not left much, there's, you don't have much left to tank. So, <laughs> right, right. you know, the reps you're going to get on the second, on the <clears> second time you drop is going to generally be five or six reps because you use really heavy weight and you're not quite, you're really fatigued, but you know, you're just squeezing out what you can. So then when you get to the last drop, which again, we do three total drops, then you're using a weight that you can actually get eight to 10 or, or sometimes more reps because of that, of that last drop. But then this is where you focus on squeeze, stretch, squeeze, stretch, just make that more difficult, uh, which we did. Uh, and then if you want to, you can have your partner help you with some negatives uh, and four straps and some things like that. Now, uh, we didn't do that in this case, um, but then after we got down, we also stretched in between uh, those two drop sets for the ha- did some hamstring stretches to kind of, again, loosen things up. So that's what we did. Absolutely. Well, I, I, listen, I'm sure you were pretty exhausted at this point. You know, you're pretty spent. I'm yeah, afraid yeah. to ask at that point, you still had to do your calves, right? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> oh, geez. You know, the, now your calves do get some, some stimulation when you're training your legs. So that they're okay. good and warmed up at that point. So you don't really need to do any kind of warm up. You just, you know, for, in my, in my opinion, there's no need to do a lot of warm up with your calves. Right. Right. So I go right to the heavy weight. And so what we decided to do, uh, again, to try to keep our timeline ideal, is we did drop sets for the calves. And so we did three different drops on that. And we're trying to focus on getting 12 reps or more uh, as best we can with good form um, to, for each one of the rounds. And sometimes you're not going to make that. But the burn you get on that is pretty intense. So, <laughs> you know, that was good. Um, and then, you know, th- this is another way to kind of add some intensity and to save time because when you do a drop set, you know, you're going to get fried pretty quick. And so what we did was four rounds of, uh, of the drop sets. Uh, and then we stretched the calves in between to finish that up as, as we were resting. And that was pretty much, uh, that was it for me. I was like, uh, I don't think I can do anything else at this point. And, but you, as time goes by, you do get more conditioning. And um, so you kind of surprise yourself with what you can do. Well, that sounds like quite a workout. And I'm sure that for those out there who are currently trying to improve their legs, uh, looking yeah. for a new different way or to add to what they're doing, uh, you just offer a lot of great information. We're running out of time, but but is there anything else you'd like to add to your <clears throat> leg workout um, information that you've shared today? Uh, yeah. So um, <laughs> for me, I also have tight hips. Um, so what I would also do is when I get done, 
because my hips are tight, which is common as you get older. You, know, you're, you lose the flexibility uh, of the different muscles, no matter yeah. what you do, whether you're exercising or not exercising. So then we do, I do some hip stretching uh, and yeah, I've really improved my range of motion with doing that. And the reason I'm doing that when I get down is because they're thoroughly saturated and warmed up. So the muscles are much easier to move and stretch out the way you want to. So I do some hip stretching um, to, to finish it up. And then after that, I kind of call it a day. So, uh, you know, since I've been training for a long time, you know, I just find it um, fresher, more challenging than to change each workout up almost every workout. And look, and I'm always looking for ways of how can I add more intensity? And that just basically means one way of putting it would be how to activate those survival fibers. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, right. To get, get through that, uh, get through that the movement. So, uh, so that's really the, the strategy. Uh, and then, you know, if you're doing that, you should get you should see really good results. You don't Absolutely. see many people in the gym training that way, though, unless they're somebody that's pretty advanced. So, well, a lot of great information. Hope all of you enjoyed what Armin shared with us uh, today. is pretty amazing, Armin. Thanks for doing that. Yeah, no um, <laughs> all right, we'll stand by for a quick word with uh, NSP Nutrition. Armin and I will be right back. Hey there, my name is Armin Eckelbarger. And I'm the creator of the Elite Exec Method program. Are you a busy, successful executive that is looking for all-day energy and getting rid of that unwanted body fat? Do you want to get that sex drive back and feel more desirable again? If you are, then I am personally inviting you to start the Elite Exec Method program today. Go to EliteExecMethod.com, proven plan, real results. Hey, and welcome back to the NSP Nutrition Show. I'm Armin Eckelbarger. Hey, I'm Frank Mills, and I know you just heard a word from NSP Nutrition. Um, today's show, we're going to be doing a little different. Yeah, I normally talk about a product or supplement after the break. Today, we're going to kind of do this and combine it in with our fan questions. Um, this fan question is a little bit different. Uh, it, it's more information about one of or a, a couple of the supplements that nsp nutrition offers oh, okay. and it's uh, it's pretty close to me i don't want to get into great detail but i have somebody close to me that is battling cancer and um you know i got a call to tell me about it and um you know she was asking me a lot of questions about nutrition supplementation and you know, I, I felt very thankful and blessed because I've known Armin Eckelbarger for over three years now and us doing either Frank Mills Reality Fitness or the NSP Nutrition Show, I have gained a ton of knowledge that I've been able to learn from him both in the show and out of the show to be able to try to help her as much as I can. And um, it was pretty interesting because you know, when you have cancer, you can't have any type of a sugar at all. Um, and, and, you know, Armin, you and I discussed this. Mm. A sugar can actually help cancer grow, right? Yeah, there's, there's a lot of the studies that show that. And so when you minimize that, and that's why fasting can help cancer, help to starve it uh, as another strategy. But I mean, yeah, it, it's not going to help you, let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know we talk about nutrition and, and a lot of these things as a preventative or to, to help us not get 
sick, right? Uh, just yeah. to keep it try as maybe simple as I can. We all have either significant others, family members that have their trials or tribulations of what they go through. And I guess the reason why I wanted to share this today is for the information that she told me, and we went through a nutrition plan that really basically is a lot of the information that Armin shares, right? Protein, vegetables, uh, you know, carb cycling, and, and really staying away from sugar, getting good sleep, um, getting some good supplementation for your body. Now, here's the thing. It's not like this is an old person or a young person in your thirties. You got your whole life ahead of you, right? You don't anticipate yeah. something like this happening. Yeah. But um, the thing that was interesting is uh, af after we talked about her nutrition, her supplementation, uh, I got her and shared with her some of my product of my milk and egg protein. I gave her a canister of the vanilla, and I also sent her some beef liver capsules. And, um, you know, at, after the usage of this, you know, she started her chemo. And when you go through that, that wipes your body out. I mean, it, it really puts you through a lot of, yeah a lot of pain uh you're basically poisoning your body in a way with the radiation um yeah. so so there, there's a lot that your body goes through and even what her doctor said being able to implement the supplementation of the milk and egg protein the beef liver she's getting protein that she wouldn't maybe be able to stomach or want to have you know, it's hard to eat when you're not feeling good, right? Um, not only that, she's introduced the probiotics, the vitamin D, and other supplements now that she's gotten from NSP Nutrition and ordered. And it's helping her battle hmm. to become much easier. And, okay. um, you know, we always talk about these supplements and things like as a preventative. And what I, I didn't want this to be a downer. I view it as, wow, we're giving her, you know, some weapons to fight this, to feel better. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm very thankful, Armin, for you, for NSP Nutrition, our relationship with them. Most of all, they're naturally sourced products to, to be able to impact and help her with her battle. And mm. that's what I wanted to share with you guys today. Ar Ar Armin, do you have any additional thoughts on this well i mean yeah nutrition is going to be really critical and getting it to absorb is another thing and you know when you're doing chemotherapy and these different um cancer strategies you're you're killing cells which is that's not good but at the end of the day you're trying to kill the right cells to revitalize the body so that's where nutrition and making sure you have the right the you know the right nutrients like vitamin d and other things which can help boost the immune system mm -hmm. could be helpful in those cases but you know everybody's different with that but at the same time i would you know why not try it and see if it see if it does improve and that's like what happened for her she tried it and was kind of surprised by how she responded so that's just good news and uh, we're glad it's uh, helping her out and hopefully uh, she has a has a great recovery because you know dealing with dealing with it right yeah you know, it does do permanent damage so it's that's the other thing it's challenging 
Absolutely. And you know, that's the thing is I wanted to share it because not so if your significant other has cancer, I'm not saying that, but you know, these products are made to help you and they're natural. And, you know, we do get comments that, oh, you guys are just doing it for the money. Arm and I don't get paid money for this. We do it because we believe in the products. We have a relationship with NSP Nutrition. We use the products. We aren't making money on the side, anything like that. We do it because we want to. We care about what we're doing and we want to be able to help you, your family, your significant other, a friend, whatever. And that's why we want you to share this show with people. So if we can impact one person, that's why we do what we do. Right, Armin? Yeah, I mean, again, it's it's just a resource. It's a way to people get, you know, pe- people just, they don't know much about this stuff. They really don't. I mean, you know, you're pretty much, inco- you're incompetent on most of these things until you learned. And then even just reading something, is it going to, you know, help you solve the problem. You need to you need more information. You need to understand well how do you, how do you use it and what's the best ways to use it. And that's what we're trying to do here is give examples of how it can benefit you. You know, when it's up to the person that, that they feel mm-hmm. it benefits them or not, but whatever. I mean, uh, you know, NSP is not for everybody, but at the same time, you know, it, if you give it a shot, you might be surprised. I mean, because there's a lot of supplement companies out there. We understand that, but at the same time, you know, what we have is pretty unique. Absolutely. So please share the show with your friends, your family, your significant other. You don't know how you may be able to impact their life. You know, it's not like we tell everything to everyone that's going on in our lives and it could be life changing just by sharing the show. So please do that. You can contact us with information, topics, ideas for shows, whatever you want, please contact us. You can scan the QR code. You can, um, actually email us at support at nspnutrition.com or on any YouTube show, you can comment and we'll get that information as well. But hopefully today's show has been helpful with the leg training, the supplementation (laughs) ideas and thoughts that way. We appreciate you joining us today and join Armin and I next week for a brand new episode of the NSP Nutrition Show. Hey, thanks for checking out the NSP show. Go to nspnutrition.com where you can find a whole heap of resources to help you achieve stunning definition and eye-popping levels of muscularity. Don't forget you can save 10% on your first order by using the code NSP show at the checkout. Catch you next time.